Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Let's Do Brunch. Um, it's a beautiful day, spring is here, summer is here and it's also my birthday month so I'm quite excited. But anyway, so today with me is a very good friend of mine. I mean it's called Let's Do Brunch with Zui and Friends after all. So today I have a very good friend of mine, Usugu. Welcome Sugu. Thank you Zui. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's nice to have you here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here and thanks for the invite. Thank you. So, um, so we and I have known each other for, for a long time, yeah, for, for a number of years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. We met through church. We exactly. used to go to the same church and we became good friends at church. We're both mothers. Yes. You're a mother of two girls. I'm a mother of two boys. And yes. yeah, we just got along. And we're teaching in Sunday school together. We're teaching in Sunday school. <laughs> Guys, I was a yes. Sunday school teacher, okay? <laughs> I'm a very good Sunday yes. school teacher. Mm. So, and then later on, you know how like a church, it's a bit um, formal and restricted and you can't just say some things at church. Yeah. But later on, I noticed we were on a number of similar groups on Facebook. And I realized, this is my person. Power of social media. The power of social media. We are actually very alike in so many other ways. We like so many things that are similar and we think the same nonsense. Maybe so we that like was, things. <laughs> we do love things. So that was yeah. very good. Yeah. And one of the groups that we are in together is the group Plomo the Wife. Which brings me to the topic uh, for today. So today, guys, we are doing a, a mini book club episode. So we're going to be talking about the book, Kiyomo the Wife, and we are going to be relating it to our own life experiences. So yeah, I'm quite excited about the book. First of all, what do you think of the book? Like two words or three words for you about the book. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's, it, it, it took the world of women by storm. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yo, this one is a crazy book. It's a crazy book, yeah. and even people who never used to read before suddenly started loving to read yeah. because of this book. Because of this book, and now everyone just wants to read something. Yeah, I remember after reading these books, even on the group, everyone was like, "I'm stuck. What's yeah. there to read?" You yeah, know? what's and there then, to read? Yeah. yeah, and you feel like your life has come to a standstill because you've it, just gone through a good book, and you're like, "What's next, guys?" <laughs> uh, then you go back and read it again and it brings back those emotions again and yeah, yeah you know but this book is quite amazing it's yeah. crazily amazing yeah yeah so i like to start at the beginning as i always say mm -hmm. so as the book starts we we get to meet Ushomu, and one of the first things that we are hit with is that Ushomu is a professional she's a journalist mm -hmm. and she falls in love with a taxi driver <laughs> yeah that's no, which is unheard of yeah it's unheard of because even myself in the beginning i was like come on no 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 girl, you can't do that just run you know yeah i mean taxi drivers taxi drivers no. but you know <laughs> she loved him she fell in love with him that's very true i mean um yeah i think there's something about those particular taxi drivers there's something about kelly that made her fall in love with him yeah because the normal taxi drivers that we deal with most yeah. of the times you want to run. Yeah. But Kale was different. I would fall in love with him myself. <laughs> <laughs> I need him in different. my life. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but so my question is so love really is blind. So anyone can love anyone. Like is does it matter what a guy does? Or I will I mean 
personally, I think it doesn't, especially after reading this book, it gives you a different insight of people. So I think it's more about the character of the person. It's more about who this person is, because I mean, no man would have, um, would have refused to be with him clearly. The guy was so insisting. The guy yeah. was always on, and Shomu's case, like there was no way she was going to avoid that guy. And he's, he was very persistent. Yes, he's the kind of guy like you end up saying, you know what, let me give this one a chance. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he goes out of his way to get to know who she is, where she's from, even follows her to her rural home, to her parents' home in Deben. I mean, who does that? Who Most does that? Most guys give up on the second chance. <laughs> but this particular one, I mean, he did say, unless you are Mrs. Sula, I'm not going to stop. So... Do you think it's because he had money? Because if he didn't have money, would he have been able to do all those things? Would he have been able to follow her to Durban? Would he have been able to pick her up every morning because he had a car? But usually, if you fall for a guy like that, he probably doesn't have his own car. He doesn't have his own place. So what role did money play here? It, it played a big role because obviously he had the resources to do the chasing. Um, I mean... Him always coming to be there to pick up Shlomo every day. The persistence, it actually got, you know, Shlomo wowed. Otherwise, if he didn't have money, I'm sure you'd have given up. Or actually, his ego would have taken the best of him because we know men and their egos. So with this particular taxi driver, I think money was also boosting his ego and him being a Zulu guy who's confident who gets his way with everything and everyone. So it actually played a role because I... I can imagine if he didn't have all the resources, he would have given up. Because Lom was quite a hard chase, if you look at it. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. Yeah. So, Sugu, when you've got a, a master's in social work. Mm -hmm. It's a master's, right? If yes, I'm not mistaken, yes, in social yes. work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever dated a guy that maybe didn't have metric? Or, like, okay, maybe, I don't know if, it, if this is rude, but have you ever dated beneath you? I'll say yes. Actually, I think I've come to a point where I, I think that, you know, you sometimes you just say this master's must ju just go under the table. Because you feel like, I mean, where do you find the guys with master's? Yeah. Most of them, they're busy with PhD. They're not even in they're not to they're they're not to and everything. So yeah, because, uh, okay, just to go back, I was once married and... Uh, I got married when I was still at varsity, and my husband didn't even have a degree. Which, and by the way, he was also a taxi driver. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, this is why you <laughs> love the book. <laughs> he was also a taxi driver, and I loved him nevertheless. But anyway, yeah. we broke up. It did nothing to do with um, being a taxi driver or a driver or something. Yeah, it was other, other things. Yeah. Yes. But after reading this book, I always feel like maybe if I had gotten this book earlier, I would have looked at him differently. Because by then, you know, being a taxi driver, it was something like, okay, I love, he's my high school sweetheart. We fell in love uh, young and life got the better of us. He ended up in the industry that he didn't want to be in. I accepted him as he was. But the normal kind of taxi drivers brought a different twist on taxi drivers. Yeah. And yeah, but anyway, going back to your question, I think most of the times I've dated, you know, men who are way below. And I've actually seen it playing a bigger role in my relationships. Because somehow, like I said, men and their egos, the egos always come in play. Because if you are a woman in the corporate world, if you are a woman, you know, social worker, social scientist, sometimes I work where I deal mostly with human rights and everything. And one of the things that comes to my head is I need to uphold my own rights. 
Mm. So, you know, in the process, not necessarily that I'm a feminist or something, but in the process where you're and trying... And there's nothing wrong with being a feminist. feminist. I'm yes. a proud but feminist. But in, <laughs> in the process where you're trying to stand up as a woman, it looks like you're looking down on your men. In the time where you don't necessarily rely on a man for financial backup, it looks like you don't really need that man. And then maybe yeah. they feel like their egos are, you know? Yeah, the ego thing. Because yes. now, even when you're having an argument about something, I don't know, it could be anything. You could be having an argument about the weather. And then someone yes. will be like, oh, because I'm a taxi driver. Oh, because exactly. I don't have money. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you of this time when, um, yeah. You know, I love talking about it. My ex doesn't mind, you know, I speak. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very social person, and we learn from these things. So, because, you know, taxi drivers, they don't necessarily have a monthly salary, and I have a monthly salary. And then whenever it was, um, we had an argument. Somehow it would be like, oh, it's towards month, and maybe it's because you're about to get paid, paid. and all that. Yeah. And then you realize it's just that issue of an ego, you know. A man wants to feel like they can't do the provision and everything. And then when you try to stand up for something, it looks like it's because you're working. You try to go for work, um, like maybe you've got gala dinners at work. Mm. It's so hard to, because taxi drivers, they work throughout the night. So now your husband can't be with you there. Now you have to go maybe with someone else or you're going with a driver at work who's male. Then it always bumps, bumps, bumps on the ego of your husband or your man or something. So yeah. it's, it's kind of hard. It is. Dating yeah, is it a... Is. But what do we, what do we find these taxi drivers that have got so much money? Like the Mkele type that has got... I mean, when when Shomu got to his house for the first time, mm. he had money in a bag. How much was it? 600,000. 600,000 rand. I can remember. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, how they find it? find them? No, they're not there. Listen, I need 600,000 in a bag. I've tried to look for... I've tried <laughs> to look... Okay, what happened after reading Shomu? Like I said, you look at taxi drivers differently. Mm. So now you actually... Oh, this guys are handsome. Yes, they're handsome. Now we start seeing the six packs, and even if they've got him Kavanyana, I'll be like, you know what, it's money and all that. And when they talk, you start noticing the deep voice, you start noticing they are tall, dark, or light. You start noticing the features, and but where the money is concerned, mm, the money is not there. If it's there, it's hidden, or if it's there, maybe they are still they're not showing, or maybe we don't go to pre taxi rank enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to pretense <laughs> to pretense to next weekend. <laughs> we must go and I just need to find them credit, guys. I need money in my life. <laughs> yo, I can do with one. Yo, because yeah. yo, those I am is, is is something else. Yeah. I, and I promise you, after reading this book, it it changed my mindset on on men, like the kind of men who, who should court me, how the men approaches and. It, it changes a lot. Yeah. Like you start looking at, no, this is not so I wonder, I don't know if I'm, if, if I'm stereotyping, but I think, do you think Zulu men are just like that? Because, well, I'm not Zulu, so I wouldn't know. But do you think Zulu men are just like that? Because I remember at one point watching a, a TV show, I can't remember what show it was, but this man, this Zulu man was trying to court a woman. Mm. And he went on and on with this, you know, that Zulu poetry, that beautiful poetry yes. and... What is it called? Uh, I don't yes, know what they, how like, they say it in Zulu. It, uh, and, and I was like, hey, okay. So are all Zulu men are, like, are they like they, that? Most of them, I think they have that thing. I think they have that thing. I'll, I'll tell you a secret. I'll, I'll tell you a secret. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, you know, social media dating and all that. So I, I try that. And then actually, I think I try that because I wanted now to be able to serve the kind of men that I want. 
and yeah. I would Window more shocking. concentrate, yes, more concentrate on men with Zulu names. Because now with Tom, I wanted them pale and all that, and, but anyway, it never worked out. <laughs> It that's was another a crisis story. for another. That's another story for another day. But I think Zulu men do have that. And if you notice on the Shomu series group, a lot of ladies when they talk about their Zulu men, maybe it's the perception that we now have. I don't know. But somehow it's like they've got that thing. You know, they are not thing, really modern. You know, like in Kale. <laughs> Asking Lomu to marry him without going down on his knees. Yeah. That's typical Zulu. Was there even Zulu. a ring in that no, proposal? No, there was no ring. Yeah. That's typical Zulu. Like, they don't do what other yeah. men do, like go down on their knees, the kind of romance that we expect. But for a Zulu guy, I think it's acceptable. Like, it's, yeah. it, it's fine, you know? <laughs> I remember this other lady, she wrote a story saying that she was actually in a taxi and this Zulu guy actually stopped at the taxi and said, my woman must come down. That, that sounds crazy, but the yeah. feminist in me would have gone down anyway just because somebody stopped the taxi for me. For you? <laughs> like, Mkele is just, yo. But yeah. later on, Mkele becomes abusive. Actually, not later on, right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. Remember, I think within two weeks or a month of them meeting, mm. he beats uh, Hyomu up. And I'm like, what the hell? I was, I was actually disappointed after everything, like, and the way he did it, just because she, she switched off her phone and disappeared on him or something, I mean, he didn't even want to know why, why? or ask what happened and mm. all that, and I mean, the way he did it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Personally, I think I would have walked away right there, because that was a sign of... But she stayed, and then over the years it happened a number yes. of times until she even... Had a miscarriage. I mean, yes. our last episode was on miscarriages, yes. so that's another topic. But she eventually had a miscarriage because of the abuse. Yes. And I'm like, why? Why did she stay? But then, on the other hand, I don't want to judge her mm. because in our lives, every day there is so much nonsense that we accept. Exactly. Not only do we, is there nonsense that we accept, but there is nonsense that even our parents, our mothers, mm. accepted. So what makes us accept all that nonsense? Is it love? I don't think it's love. I think it's just the the, the, the society, the way the, we are socially constructed, the way we were raised. Our mothers withstood abuse and we were watching and we thought that's how it is. And growing up, like I grew up in a rural setup where you'd be sitting around the fire at night and when they speak about this, they'll be talking about like when you get married, like you get married, you go, you don't come back. Yes, you know, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Like, you lose begama tambo, then you ask, what, what does that mean? Mm. In case she comes back, you have to pay back. Then you'll be like, so they have to pay back the lobola and all that. So there's just that thing to say, when you're gone, you're gone. When you're there, like, it's acceptable. Man comes and says sorry, and you feel like he's not going to do it. Because I remember very well, Lomu said, don't ever do it again. And he said, I won't. And then he went and did it again. And mm. she actually went to Mkele and said, but even you promised that is not going to happen again. And then, you know, they couldn't answer and she couldn't leave. She stayed, but she knew it's going to happen. And it wasn't only the episodes of, of beating you. You realize Mkele, I think he had emotional issues. Yeah, he had even, like serious even, emotional you know, baggage. You know, even when they were being intimate, there were times when it was all about him. Yes. He was just being rough and And then everything. she would wake up with bruises yes. and the, the braids would be pulled out. Exactly. And, and, and like, Tomo from her side would be like, this, shit. you know. <laughs> and then Tomo the would be like, this one was for him. He didn't have to wait for me. It was all about, about him. him. And like, 
Die a journalist. <laughs> An influencer. A whole journalist. A woman that every other girl should be looking up to. But this is what she's saying. I think that one is, is going to remain a, a, a mystery among us women. Like, why do why we stay? Do we stay? Yes. Why do we stay? Why, why yes. are we so patient? I think maybe there is weighing. Like, to say, okay, it's me once in a month. and But it, it just doesn't make sense. Because Klomo did say that one day he's going to kill me. Mm. But then she stayed anyway. Knowing and if you look at what's West... happening in South Africa right now, people yes. are dying because they are staying. Exactly. But we are still staying anyway. We still stay. I don't know for what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's, 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 I think it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. The, the other thing I think, Jay, is just in Shlomo, it didn't really come out why exactly she stayed. It could be the comfort. It could be... Hey, the living those millions. Yes. Or the other thing I think is the emotions. Shlomo got into that family and she got absorbed even with the kids. Everyone, even the brothers to the husband, was calling her mommy. Yeah. She became the mother of that, you know, yeah. of the whole clan. And she really loves yes. them. She really she loves, loves that them. family. And yes. She's so protective over and, them. And you, I remember, is it Kawe who was saying, if you leave from Kelly, it's going to break. So you find yeah. it was possibly for other people. She's that selfless. It's about others, not her. Not her. So she would do the fact that she would, they would have that intimate time and it's only from Kelly. You know, yeah, I think she just had that thing. A, I think about most women were like that. That's yeah. why I find women would be like, I'm here for my kids, you know. Like, but are your kids happy when you're not happy? When you're not happy, yes. when you're beaten up, when... You wake up, you smile at your kids, you just stay there, you remain there. And then Kale cheats. I mean, he cheated a number of times. I was like, this man, we love him so much, but one, he's abusive. Two, he's cheating. He's, he's, he's quite a disappointment. I think he, re, he basically represents the men around it's us. It's typical male, unfortunately. It, it's um, so, it's yes. so unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. But that is so common. Yes, he's just this, de, depicted as a typical man in our modern mm. day. Yeah. Will shower you with love, you know, promise you heaven and earth, make you believe that this one loves me, this one. And he'll literally show it. I mean, I always imagine the... In one sucker where they had to stop. All yes. The, yes. And the guy yes. would do anything. Yeah, when, he when, when the, she was hijacked. She was, yeah, she was hijacked and, and she was pregnant with the And teens. she was pregnant. Yes. And so he was, him and his brothers were yes. coming to rescue her. I love that scenario, even though it's violent, but I just love it because it's. Because he was, he was defending yes. his woman. But look you now, know? here is the guy who do that. But it's the same anything. guy who will go and shoot. Yes. So one of my favorite things was when Hyomo reacted to the cheating. Mm. When I don't know if you remember the scene where she's driving the car and she's literally like driving into another car mm. and she's threatening to run over Mkele and it's and war it in the crazy. house. And I'm like, okay, this is a woman that has gone crazy. Like she had reached breaking point. Can you imagine driving a Porsche into another, I don't know if it was a Mercedes or whatever, and you just don't care. I, I don't know if it was because she knew they can buy another in a split second. <laughs> it, like, you, you fail to understand. Because yeah. personally, I would walk away. Like, I would take that car and drive away. Yeah, but as so I think about myself, it, and, okay, it might not be a car, mm -hmm. but it could be something else. Like, if I don't have an expensive car, maybe it would be a phone. I could be taking a phone and smashing no, it against no, the wall. No, I, I wouldn't. Um, um, no, um, so can I admit that <laughs> I, I have smashed, I have tried to smash a laptop before. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, what was going through your mind? That, I, I, I this is the thing, it. like, 
this thing called love and men and mm. relationships, you know, it will drive you into something that you are not. Yeah, that's true. Like, it will drive you to breaking point. And I want to know what is the craziest thing that you have ever done. Have you always just walked away? Or have you done some crazy things? Now, the, the nice thing with me is I think I, I, I cry. I don't cry, I wail. I scream. Like, I go in front of the mirror and look at myself crying. I'm like, ah! <laughs> You know, like, because I, 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 I think... I have that violent nature in me that if I don't take the emotions through crying, I would, I would break something. Yeah. yeah, so I cry. That's what I do and all that. And I think at some point, that's how I literally tested beer. Not beer ciders and everything. Like I just had to drink and, and forget. But mostly I cry. Yeah. Because the thing with me is I don't like drama. You know, I, I and maybe because I've always been with my kids, so sometimes you always consider that that the kids are here yeah. and they are watching. Then you think like, now I'm if I if I pull things down, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna work. Well, Hyomu so, thought she had to destroy everything in in her way. She needed to drive no, cars I, I, into walls. I, I understood her. I mean, that woman did a lot. Imagine someone who's rich enough to have 600,000 in the house but doesn't know about the bank account, they don't know spares, the kids don't have clothes and everything. She understood she, where they came yes, from. She, yeah. she understood and she went there and she gave of herself, you know. Fully. She built up the family and, and she, Shomu knew her space in the, you know, in the Zulu family. She knew yeah. her space that she was a mother. I think she knew the value that she had. So it was driving her crazy to say, after everything, then this you do this. Yes. This is then how you, you repay this. me. And, and this is the thing, though, about us women. I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if we also have an ego. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but we get to this point where we are like, I have done so much for you, mm. so you owe me. You owe me faithfulness, and you, like, you must treat me right simply because of what, what I've, I've done. done for you. Should it be like that? It, it reflects back to how they treat you, because... As women, if a, a man loves you enough, that's, he's enough for you. So you can't imagine that love being shot on someone. You know, yeah. I've, I've known some women who say, you know what, all I know is love me, you come back to me. Like, I'm, yeah. that, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to share you. Either you love me and love me. I can't imagine, even if you love that other person with two cents love, the fact that you are sharing, it, it just doesn't Yeah, work. there's something about it. That's, yes. I, I don't know how, how people who are in polygamy relationships do it. But for me, it's like, ah, no, I can't. I think it's about why you are there in the first place. Because if, if you look at Shlom, Shlom fell in love with him, knowing, like, knowing he's just a taxi driver, you know, with back-eyed brothers that didn't even know <laughs> their age yeah, the or how many. They are, she literally fell in love with him, not knowing that he even has money. So she loved this guy. Money aside and everything, Money aside. she fell in love with this guy. She gave this guy her virginity. She gave him all. Yeah. You know, she stopped her career for him. She started becoming a mother to, you know, to the young brothers and the brothers' kids and, and everything. Yeah. And so it, it, it makes sense that she was that mad. It's yeah, she was, no, I mean, she went mental. Mm. The other thing that I, I, I didn't understand, I don't know if, maybe I understood it, but she gave up her career at some point. She was like, I can't be a journalist anymore. For me, that was so disappointing. You know, I, I cannot imagine myself, like, leaving my career behind. No, I, I, I just wouldn't. cannot imagine it. I wouldn't. So, I don't understand. But then I think maybe I, I, I haven't left my career behind. But maybe there's other things that I've given up before. 
Possibly. Because of love. You know, there's a lot of things that we, we, we give up as women. You find good see someone who used to like partying. It's like, oh, my husband doesn't like me mm -hmm. going out stop. to parties, so let me stop. Or a man can friends. say, I don't like your friends, and then you give up your friendships. Some give up family. You, you, some, some give up families, mm. that's true. You mm. give up who you are, you give up the way you dress. Yes. You give up the things that you like. Maybe you used to like reading, now it's like there's no time to read. You need to be taking care of the kids. Exactly. So there's a lot of giving up that happens there with is. women. And it, for me, it's so, it's so heartbreaking. It's, especially with Shlom, because obviously I could see it was going to be a conflict of interest for her to remain a journalist, mm. being married to a Zulu brother who were very controversial. Yeah, I very mean, much in the public yes, eye. Yes, very much in the public eye and very In the newspaper and, every week. Exactly. So it, it, it actually made sense. But the fact that she's the one here to give it up, you know, it's... I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't give up my career. Mm -mm. For, 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 okay, like you said, we've <laughs> given up a lot. I know I, I actually gave up a chance to to go overseas because I had yeah, been, because I you're married, thinking what will happen. Yeah. Yes, I was thinking I can't just go now. You have to think about the other person. And I think women, we've got that loyalty. And unfortunately, we've got that loyalty we and it up, works against us sometimes. Yes, we give up so much loyalty for relationships, so much, we give so much loyalty into relationships, into marriages and we forget about ourselves. And then when, you know, because that, that is the, 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 the interesting part, because maybe we don't even talk about this with the men, you know, to say these are the conditions. You give of yourself, willingly so, and you are not sure, you expect this person to give of himself fully. And then yeah. if he doesn't do that, you feel like you're cheated. You feel like you're betrayed. And also, I think also the way we communicate when we are giving things up, the way we communicate to the mm. men, because I've heard of stories where the man says, I never asked you to. Exactly. You're like, what? But surely you should have known that I was doing this for you or I was doing this for us. What do you mean you never asked me? No, but most of the times they ask, obviously they don't ask directly. Because like you say, if I have to change my way of dressing, it means at some point he insinuated with his comments with or his something, comments. then I just realized, okay, he doesn't like it. To make my better half happy, let me change. Let me change. You change. Yeah. Like there, there is a pattern somewhere, I think, where she she had said if it was here alone, she could have made up a salad or something. Yes. But she had to cook she something to cook. different yeah, because, because it doesn't. You know, like you give up your everything. Now maybe you don't even like, personally, I don't like cooking. And I always say, like right now, because I'm a single mother, I always tell people that with my kids we can have breakfast for dinner. Yes. And we are fine. And it's fine. Yeah. Life so goes on. Whenever I try to imagine having a man or being married <laughs> again, and now, now I have, have to, to cook, cook proper, like breakfast is breakfast, lunch, dinner, proper meal, full course meal, and everything, like I, I can't. I can't even <laughs> see that scene. I don't know how it's going to work out. But if it does happen, if I get married, it's likely I'll do that. Means you will I'm have giving to up make something of myself, yes. Mm. I'm making an effort, I'm going out of my way. You come back from the corporate world, you're tired, you're sharing the bread with winning bed, then you come back home, you have to. You have in to. The post. Now you have to be a woman, you have to cook. If you were alone, you'd probably take a takeaway or just take a toast and eat and, and sleep, but you can't do you that. You can't do that. So we give away these small things and we don't even notice. Yeah, and, and I feel like with men, they feel like if they have given you financially, that's enough. I don't think they understand that it's not always just about, yes. well, ma listen, money is very important. Money is very important. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think men need to understand as well that it's not enough, you know, because I think Ushomo was someone who, she liked things. Mm. 
She liked to do things. She was she was more outgoing. Mm. And here comes Mkede, who I think he he had never even been to a movie. Mm. He had never even like there's uh, some parts. I don't know if it's in this book or in the sequels where Shomi is talking about going on holiday. And kind of keep saying, yes, we will go on holiday. Yeah, no, but no, I don't no. think the holiday ever happens. No, and then she starts going on holiday with her, with her friends. Yeah, the sister and wives. And so why that. can't men get it, guys? We want no. to do these things with them. Exactly. No, I think men, we are just wired differently. Okay, there are some men who do it, or maybe it's the social media that is distorting everything. I don't know. But you find there are some men that who do it. Like, we take their women out, you know, they are running in the beach, they're going movies, you know, they go to all these dangerous But games it's not the everything. normal thing, I think. It's not the normal thing. Now, remember, we're talking about Zulu men here. <laughs> so I think Zulu men are different. Like, Bona, this guy is everything, but he eats pop and scope and ice cream. Yes. That's all like, he knows in the morning, pop and scope and ice cream. Who eats ice cream in the morning anyway? Like, before breakfast, you're already eating ice cream. Like, And, you know, because <laughs> of, of, of their kind of life, it was so hard to... For them to, 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 to involve other people because I would believe where there is money. If if I, I have a man who has got money, lots of I'll, money, I'll, I'll do the cooking as long as someone will Just do thing, the cooking. As long as it's lots the of money, <laughs> lots of money, yes, lots, lots, lots and lots of money. Then obviously, you can make use of people who come and assist in the house, you know. Yeah. All the assistants, cleaners, and everything they come and do the cleaning. You just cook and concentrate on him and all that. But now you can see even with the some kind of life they couldn't involve it's not it wasn't open to everyone they had to trust mm. the person first yeah. so it, it just restricts everything it, it means even maybe going on holiday they have to think twice where are we going who's going to who's watching and this guy has had that thing of just waking up and like i'm going and all the brothers they are gone they are gone. They're left with yeah. 10 kids 10 kids yeah and, and three weeks everybody three is in days. your house all and your sisters-in-law are now in your house and it's like what is you know, going on? Every time I read this book, you could see the bug eyes kids running. <laughs> They're just everywhere. Then you just look at Like, especially the first time when she was left with the three kids. Yes, like, because that was very early in the relationship. She, didn't, she had never met those kids, yes. right? Those kids were brought into the home. They were introduced. Yes. And they were dumped on her. Yes. And those and men left they, her they with left, those kids. And then even on a Monday, when she guys, had to go to work, she went to work with the kids. Yeah. What, what was that all about? You understand. So even the money understand. is there. Yes, you can take yourself where you can. But... The men is, is not even there. Even sometimes, you know, I, I, I don't remember if there's situations of cuddling in that book. Like, <laughs> just from when Kere, they're sitting on the couch, they're watching TV. Cuddling, or cuddling watching. for what? So, you see, for who? We, for the why? We are emotional <laughs> beings. We feed on our emotions more than anything. You know, you yeah. can come and lavish with everything and with money and gifts, but at some point, you just need the warmth of, you know, being in those strong arms. You just yeah. sit and you listen to your heartbeats and, you know, just let life flow. But, <laughs> hey, someone Zulu man. Zulu man. So are, are, we, are, we, are we saying, are we giving a thumbs up to Mkele or are we giving him a thumbs down? So because we are looking at, he's a provider, mm -hmm. like he's, he's definitely providing for the family and he provides very well. And from the way it's, it's described in the book and the way it's explained, it's like he really loves Shomo. But on the other hand, he's a cheater and he's abusive and he used to be a criminal. Oh, Remember, he's still a criminal, I think. <laughs> I, I think he's still <laughs> a criminal. I, I, he's still a criminal. It's hard to believe what mm -hmm. they've left that whole criminal life behind. I think he's yeah. still a criminal. So, like, what's the balance here? Do we, do we say yes? Do we make excuses for him and we keep loving him or do we cancel him? It, 
you know, it's, I think if, if you really look at that book in, in, in its entirety, there is more against Mkele than good. It's just that obviously we will look at the good and we love the way he treats, but if you see even the lack of conscience with him and all the Zulu brothers, like somebody's child dies and they just bury, then Tlomo was like, no, he, he was smelling of soil. You know, and they have that thing of turning Tlomo ended up being violent or accepting yeah. people being dying to say as long as we're protecting our families. So now I would say thumbs down to him. I love the guy. <laughs> yes, but his dark side, the side that abuses women, that, that was wrong. That yeah. is just unacceptable. The side that it's, it's about him, like when they have to be intimate, if he's angry, it has to be about him. That's outright selfish. So as much as he's got this love and protection for his family, the inconsideration of the pains of other families, like they just go and kill somebody without thinking twice because they're protecting themselves. Maybe yeah. the justification can come from where they come from. But now I believe your background, the fact that they, their parents were killed, like their father was killed ruthlessly or somehow whatever, it shouldn't justify how you, you live. How you live, yeah. You've got a choice to yeah. to turn things around. You've got a yes. choice to do like to make something out of your own life. Yes. You can't use that as an excuse exactly. forever. So and I agree with you that there is more against Mkele than yes, for Mkele. Like he did, the, the bad things that he did outweigh the good that he did. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that he's you know guys like him in real life they are so romanticized it's like yes. ah he's so loving he mm. provides he's got yes. so much money he brought me flowers he brought me flowers he sorry you know what i mean with the Lamborghini. listen you know but at the end of the day the, the fact remains which he's abusive yes he's abusive like when in one of the scenes where he really hits home so much that the, i think it was the time when she lost the baby yes I was thinking she could have died. She was naked in the bathroom. With blood all and, over. And if, if, if she you could look have at, died. I, I still couldn't understand why did she even hit her. You know, nothing justifies hitting a woman. But there are some cases where you even want to ask, okay, what was the reason? What Tell me the reason. reason. Not that reason. you wanted to justify, justify it, but you want, you want to try and understand from his. Mm. And up to today, especially that particular one, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand. Yeah, because the, the way she said, I, I even felt when she said, I felt a cold hand gripping me in the shower. Like, you know, and then she actually prepared herself psychologically. Like, even mm. the time when was it? The time when the brother was there, when she actually says, I had to protect my face. I didn't want the world seeing what happens behind closed doors. I didn't want my brother knowing about this. I, and, and that's this such is, a typical abused person. Yes, and this is exactly what a typical woman is going through. You, you, you come out in the open, you put your makeup, you cover the pain, mm. and then you go to social media like King Bay. Love yeah, <laughs> and then you cry, you cry yes. in your in your fancy car. You understand. I mean, he buys you a car, and like he bought me a car. Yes. Then we're like, oh, he's so romantic. He's so but sweet. Goals. Then we yes. put hashtag goals. Oh, I wanna be like you guys. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, behind closed doors, women are suffering, guys. Suffering and I've heard people saying that I'd rather be crying in a Benz in a Benz yes. than be crying in an Uno. But mm -hmm. is it worth it? No, it's not worth it. Especially I mean, if you might end up living in a body bag. You yes, know? 
You and, might, and this person might actually kill you. And imagine, yes, exactly, because look at the way women are, are, are killed. It's, 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 it's violent, it's, it's painful. Look at the people that are affected, the children, yeah. the families, the mothers and the fathers. You know, there's this thing that is running around now on social media to say it's better for you better to come back than to come back dead and all that stuff. Mm. And th those are not the kind of messages that we want to be getting. But those are the messages that we are sending through. Some of us who have got daughters, like when you sit, you look at your daughter growing, you actually get afraid mm. that what kind of a man is going to marry my daughter. It's like you're just going to protect them and keep them with you and say, no marriage, no man, just stay here yourself. But you have to let them into the world. But now you won't even knowing what we know. Yeah. So you keep, you might end up asking your daughter, are you happy? Yeah. Are you sure you're happy? Yeah. No, because somehow when you see a happy, you don't really accept that she's happy. Yeah. You, you know, something you in your, to know yeah, you actually details. think maybe the happiness is covering something and maybe she's genuinely happy. Yeah, you know, but when I, because of all your experiences and what experiences. you've seen, you you're not sure. So it's it's, it's you know I, the other thing that I learned from this book was like abuse has got no face, hey? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's very easy when you think of an abused person, you think of somebody who's got no plan in life. Mm -hmm. You think, oh, even if they leave, where will they go? They've got nothing going on for them. Mm -hmm. But this is Hyomu, a well accomplished journalist. She could she could leave and she'll still have a comfortable life. Yes. So it's like we, we have to get to that point where we realize Zuguti, it can happen to anyone. Anyone. It you could be matter. a medical doctor. You mm -hmm. could be a high-flying businesswoman. There is no one who is immune to yes, this thing. Exactly. And also, why, why should you be embarrassed? You're not the one who is abusive. Mm -hmm. You're the abused one. You're not the one that should be hiding. The one who is abusive is the one that should be embarrassed, and they are the ones that should be hiding. No, you know. I, th I think it's... Possibly how the society handles people who come back from marriages. Mostly you get labeled as a failure or something. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's unfortunate. We meet, I come back from a marriage myself. And there are some people like, you feel it. Some don't even have to say it. Yeah. Some actually would look at you and say, but why did you leave? Because yeah. like personally, I, wa I wasn't in a physically... Abusive, abusive situation. Yeah, but it, yes. for but me it was happy. emotionally abu uh, abusive. Yeah. And I wasn't happy. And I worked out, I knew four years, I always tell myself, I knew four years before I worked out that, that I'm not going to stay in this marriage. But so I stayed what, for four years. So, so for those four years, what were you doing? Saving your coins? No, I wasn't Getting saving anything. <laughs> when I worked out, I had nothing. You were just preparing yourself mentally or emotionally? I, not necessarily. I think I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Mm. I think it comes to a point, a woman has to come to a point where she says, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, for yeah. me, I wasn't ready. I still worried about what people say. Because obviously, my mother, mother you know, my mother would be like, your dad used to do this. And you know, and I knew, I saw it happening. And then I would be like, ah, you know what? And my mother, my dad loved her and he died. And my mother still loves my dad even in, in his, you know, in, in his, his grave. <laughs> and you look at that and, you know, they will be telling you, these things happen, my kids. You know, it's, yeah. it's part of life. Whatever that means, you know. And whatever that means. Whatever that means. And yeah. you be like, okay, so if I leave, what about my mother? Mm, what will people say? Yeah, the people the in, the, in the family. You the make scenarios in, in your head. Remember, with our mothers, for a child to be married, it's something. Like my daughter is married. It's an achievement. Yes, then coming back and saying I'm here with my kids and 
all these names like what do you call it? Mabuya Wendy. Yes, you know, return soldiers. Return soldiers. Now we're called return soldiers. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yes. I, so I you don't understand. understand. And then I, you feel these things. Even in the church setup, you feel that being a single mother, like it just yeah. takes you out. Yeah. There's that stigma that there's, is attached. There's that programs you, that are specifically yes. made for single mothers. And you're like, it's yes. not a curse. Actually, I'm happy with my church, children. I visited a certain church, single mothers sit in a certain corner. Like they no. sit there. I promise you they have, I, 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 I don't know what, maybe it was a positive thing to say they have their own, what do you call it, uh, ministry. But they sit there like to say, no, the single mothers and they stand up and like, I'm like, no. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't go to that church. You know, you <laughs> I understand. I so, it's, no. it's, it's, so I think it's those things. It's stigma. That becomes it's hard. Stigma. And then you stay in an abusive yes. marriage simply because you're trying to run away from, yes. from that stigma. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of friends. Like, I used to be a very quiet person, but after I walked out of my marriage, I started speaking out. And every time, like, when you speak out to people, I listen to people's stories. I'm like, you know what? If I stayed in my marriage, I would have made it work. Because mm. for me, I look at what I was going through, it was nothing compared to what Compared to what other people yes, are going through. because I could handle it. I, I mean, I had, I had money. I just woke up one day, took my kids and moved out. Yeah. And it was hard to start over because you're used to sharing bills. You're used to having somebody to rely on. And everyone out there is judging you. Why did you leave? Why did you leave? You know? And even when you tell them, ah, you left for that. For that, cheating. that's nothing. Ah, you should have you know, stayed. You understand? I, even uh -uh. years later, when you're still not married, people are like, but you left a marriage. Your marriage <laughs> was better. Some people be like, guys, we're looking up to you. What happened? What happened? Then you be like, so some people will be like, people are looking up, at, uh, up to us. They, 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 we are, they are mentors, we are guiding them. And then if they hear this is what is happening, most marriages actually would break because of that. To say, mm. ah, if Su Sugi couldn't stand it, so how about me? What chance do I stand? Yes. So, Whereas they don't know the intimate details so of, what, unfortunately, of what goes that's what on. what keeps women in yeah. all that, you know. Anyway, <laughs> you talk listen, with this <laughs> I don't think we can ever fully exhaust the discussion on this book. That's true. In like in one episode. Nah, and I mean, there's two other books that come after yes. this still focusing on the same family. And so I'm hoping that in the future we can come back and go even deeper into the other one is Na uh, Naledi. Mm. And um, Naledi his love, Naledi his yes. love, and Zandile the resolute. So hopefully we can come back and talk about those. But guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, please remember to click the subscribe button. If you are watching on Facebook, please click the follow button. And please uh, let's have a, a, a nice discussion about this book in the comments. Comment um, hashtag Let's Do Brunch on Twitter. Thank you very much. Until the next episode. Mwah.